Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Just looking at my Twitter timeline here, Brian Broadus says the first down runs were a disaster from a blocking standpoint as a whole. We'll visit with him throughout the week on the oh, radio man. station, I know. Uh, Warren Sharp had this on Twitter. When can you count real seconds during a slow motion replay? <laughs> Last night, Collinsworth on the with four seconds left, they're showing a slow motion replay. And he's like, all right, there's one, two. Yeah, that was the best <laughs> moment of the first half. Dude, and, and Al Michaels didn't even say anything. <laughs> He was like, all right, we'll just let this guy do dumbass stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm seeing a lot of Mavs Media Day on my timeline. And a couple things. Uh, Carlisle went on a rant, apparently, about analytics. Uh, and he said the mid-range stuff doesn't really work for anybody. Oh. Um, well, that's interesting. I would uh, beg to differ on that, but it's not what we're shooting for. Mm-hmm. If you look last year, I think Golden State was in the top three or four in mid-range shots, and they were pretty damn successful. Um, but no, that th- what this team wants to be is they want to put up a lot of threes or get a lot of stuff right at the rim. They're they're moving in there. You know who they're going to sort of model their team after? It's going to be similar to what Milwaukee did with their mm-hmm. team that's that's what the bucks i mean that's what the mavs will look like these pictures of porzingis at media day are fantastic first of all he makes luca look tiny what's luca six seven uh i believe he's six, six eight. eight yeah six seven and a half he looks somewhere in there tiny compared to the tallest guy in the league and porzingis is ripped now yeah uh, he said he came into the league at 223 soaking wet and with a towel on mm-hmm. uh he's 242 now and shredded and he said he didn't want to put too much weight on for his brand new knee Okay, and uh, we didn't get into this this much. I know actually G-Bag Nation hit it last year as they now do more basketball than we do on our show. But the Clay Thompson story mm-hmm. where Clay Thompson had a knee injury that's an ACL and there's a lot of evidence to suggest that you should wait two years before you get back out there. Guys, you want to see what Porzingis, by the time he gets back out there on the floor, yeah, it's going to be pretty close to two years. He is, uh, Carlisle said real emphatically, there he's completely rehabbed. So I, I took that as meaning, hey, we may occasionally rest a guy on the second night of a back-to-back, just like we did Luca a couple times last year. But I don't see this as there's minute restrictions on Kristaps Porzingis. Also, technically, real quick, guys, a little breaking news. From, oh. uh, brought to you by the uh, Radio.com app and also Indeed.com slash hire. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Todd Archer reporting. The Cowboys fear Kayvon Frazier suffered a pec tear in oh. Sunday's loss. Uh, depending on the location of the tear, that could require surgery, and that would put him out for the year. Dude, that's I what... Mean, you mm. come back from pecs, depending on the location of it. So. That's the deal with our backup offensive lineman out of Penn State. Connor well, McGovern. Yeah, he had a pec thing, and it's like, that thing lingers forever. It absolutely uh, does. That's unfortunate, and a super dude does a lot in the community with charity and stuff. I'd hate to see that for him on, on a personal level. But on a personal level, huge opportunity yesterday... To fill in for a legend, uh, Brad Sham, 
due to a religious holiday, was unable to call the game. So it, do you guys say this is his second game he's missed? Second, in 39 years. 39 wow. years. So 41 years. I, but I, yeah. I th- maybe, maybe. I thought they were both Rosh Hashanah, too. Yeah. Well, uh, Ted Emmerich filled in for him. Ted Emmerich, son of Roger Emmerich. We had Ted on our show, and he's a brilliant young broadcaster with a super bright future. He filled in. And so this is where we usually do Sham Goes Ham. But instead of that, since it's Ted Emmerich, we're going to do Ted Goes Fed! Opportunity to go lots of ham. That hit a giant! That hit a giant! No. I don't know what the hell they're doing here. Ladies and gentlemen. Touchdown! Michael Urban! Prepare yourselves. Move over, sweetness! Make a place for Emmett! For Sham Goes Fed! To the 10! All right, let's start it off. Saints' first offensive possession. Teddy Bridgewater rolling to the right, and this happened. Bridgewater found Thomas on third and long just a moment ago. Thomas split wide to the right, matched up with Ouzier. Three receivers bunched to the left. Bridgewater out of the gun, third and 13. Bridgewater being chased, rolling to his right. Bridgewater pumping. Bridgewater fires high. It is incomplete off the hands of Ginn and intercepted by the Cowboys. Dallas has its first interception of the season. That sounds so legit. I know. That's what I thought, too. Like, anytime I've heard a highlight from yesterday, that's my first thought is I was just listening. I wasn't thinking, who is this? Yeah. Or in any way. Or, wow, look, he's holding. I was just like, this sounds like NFL play-by-play. I, ha- I have the same. And, look, uh, Ted is new to the Cowboys broadcast, but he's been doing stuff for a long time. It's not like they just dropped it's- this guy in without a ton of. He's done everything under the sun. Yeah. Golf, Olympics, basketball, base. He's done it all. I do have these. uh, I had this early on when Jared first came over because we had known Jared for a long time. But the first time I really heard Jared do a Ranger game, I was so struck by this sounds like a broadcaster as opposed to this sounds like the Jared guy that we all know. And I had that same sensation with Teddy. You know, we had Teddy in studio last week, but Ben and I first met Ted when he was in high school. And so you've known someone for a really long time, but then to separate yourselves from knowing the person and hear them do the broadcast, you're just going, that sounds like a badass, legit play-by-play guy. Uh, Here's the Malik Collins sack that ended a Saints drive early in the game. Third and seven at the Cowboys 15. Bridgewater steps forward as he relays the audible. Play clock down to two, down to one. He's got the snap. Cowboys bring a blitz. Bridgewater twisted around. He's dropped. Back at the 25, Malik Collins, the penetration, and the sack on third down. Right. I mean, uh, you can't ignore the sack. No. <laughs> oh, no, especially in a penetration situation. <laughs> right. Cowboys trailing 6-3. It's third. The penetration. <laughs> it's th- <laughs> I might hire great. him for the house. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what would you use him for? To, to teach my kids yeah. how to do play-by-play. Oh, yeah. Because they, they could want to work in broadcast arts one day. Yeah. Let the boy watch. <laughs> 6-3, Cowboys trail the Saints. Third down and four. Cowboys need to get the offense going. And that goes to old faithful Jason Witten. Dak all alone in the gun. Play clock to five. He's got the snap. Just a three-man rush. Prescott wires it over the middle. Caught by Witten. Turning upfield. He lost the football. It's fumbled and recovered by Von Bell of the Saints. Coming near side right at the 45. Tripped up at the 40-yard line. All right. I wonder how difficult that is. Just for uh, play-by-play guys in general. But for Ted, I mean, he hasn't been calling NFL games. 
But listen how quickly he knows exactly who that was. That was know? awesome. And in Superdome, too, you're pretty – oh, I don't know what their broadcast location is, but the press box – you're closer mm-hmm. to the ceiling than you are the floor. Like you're way up there. One thing that is true of all the good play-by-play guys that I've met or you know interacted with or whatever is they all have amazing recall, and so they do so much research going in. I guarantee you that on Sunday morning, if you just and I bet oh. Ted knew the number of the guys that yeah. were number forty-seven on the roster. Absolutely. You know he just knows that stuff inside out, knows their positions and where and they have spotters too. But a guy at Ted's age, as sharp as he is with that recall, he, he's going to be all over it. It's hard. I, I've done play-by-play at Texas uh, at AT&T Stadium before, and where they put you to do the game, oh. I mean, you're not at the 50-yard line. So it's very difficult angles sometimes to see and see the number on the field and things like that. So. You kind of got to know where a guy is and what position he's playing, and then your brain kind of shifts you to what you should be saying. Cowboys do get the ball back, though. Trailing, 6-3 still. And what? Jason's going to go for it on fourth and one? Are you serious? All right. Cobb in motion left to right. Fourth and one. Here they go. Hand off Elliott. Burrowing up the middle. And he dives ahead to the 45. He should have the first down. The Saints are signaling as if they made the stop. Does New Orleans have the ball? Did Elliott lose it? Recovered by the defense. Elliott disappeared into the crowd, lost the fumble. Von Bell with his second recovery of this first half. And on fourth and one, the Cowboys lose their second fumble here tonight. So uncharacteristic. First the Witten fumble, then the Zeke fumble. And I really didn't think he fumbled it. And it was almost like one of those things when you're watching, you're like, oh, my God, look at the Saints. Wishful thinking. They're trying to call a fumble. Yeah. And they're like, wait, are the refs allowing the Saints to call a fumble here? Oh, my God, the Saints players have determined it is their ball. It's it, like, wait, it, what the hell's happening? No, that's a great point. It felt that way because I guess I got to go back and watch it, but I didn't feel like I saw any officials motioning that that happened. It felt like the Saints were saying that, and the refs were like, oh, you're right. That guy's got the ball right now. Let's go ahead and call a fumble. And then you go to the booth where you need conclu- conclusive evidence to reverse it. So much of that has to do with that initial call. One thing I would teach, if I was a defensive coordinator, I would teach my defense anytime there's a fumble, just all of you just start pointing like you have it. Yeah. Put the peer pressure right. on the refs. Right. Because the refs are now being taught, they don't always do it, but they're being taught to let it go. If it's a fumble, you let it play and then you count on review because it's going to be reviewed either way. Right. You can count on review to save your butt. That's right. what they've been taught to do. So just everyone just point like you have the ball, even if you know that you don't. Well, like you have it. Influence. The also, same gets thing. the crowd into it as well. It's the same thing as a receiver. Every time a receiver gets up, he starts reaching to throw the yeah. flag. And sometimes, oh, hell, she throw the flag. He's telling me to do it. So they dodge the bullet, though. Only give up a field goal. 9-3. Cowboys get the ball. Their first drive of the third quarter. They're driving down the field. And wait, wait they put Blake Jarwin in the game. And then what happened? What? Second down and 11. Prescott with the play fake. Dak wires it over the middle, caught in stride. Blake Jarwin inside the five, down at the two. Marcus Williams makes the tackle. A 35-yard strike from Prescott to Jarwin. The Cowboys are in the Sherwin-Williams red zone. All right. That was a huge play. It was good to be in the red zone. Yeah. (laughs) Then then you get you some Zeke action. By Uh, the way, uh, Kavanaugh (laughs) with a tweet here that's problematic. Pro football reference tax, uh, tracks broken tackles this year. How many tackles do you guys think Zeke's broken this year? Like four. 
I'm going to say he hasn't broken one, Ben. It's right in between you guys, two. I'm going to say two. I'm going to say two. Yep. You got it, Shippy. Okay. Wow, yeah. Kamara, Kamara had three plays in which he broke three tackles on the same play last <laughs> week against Seattle. Oh, no. That is showboating. Uh, oh, but we are at the one-yard line, and you don't need to break tackles when you're at the one, do you, no. Zeke? Jumbo set. Cameron Fleming checks in as well on the right side. I formation. Give it to Elliott. He's digging up the middle, diving for the goal line. He's across. Touchdown, Dallas. All right, so 10-9 got the score. Uh, let's say the last really exciting play that was huge in the game, and this uh-huh. is what will cap, cap off shame goes ham. This is the Teddy Bridgewater uh, Ted sack. Ted goes for the Fed, oh. yeah. uh, Fred. Uh, Fred. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh trying to stay in field goal range, but not doing that. Right foot in front of his left. He's got the snap with two gloved hands. Blitzer off the edge from the backside. Bridgewater is buried back at the 33. Robert Quinn with the sack on third down. <laughs> oh, man. You okay over there? Yeah, sorry. I just didn't set that up. I didn't set that clip up very well. I thought Teddy was going to kick a field goal. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Man, if there's lack of offense, it could have been Ted goes to bed, you know? Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. Um, Ted. Goes spread. Are we that's going, what I'm going with. Words, like words offense, Ted you know? said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good. Words Ted said. Words Ted said. Words Ted said. He'll be back again. Right said Fred. He'll be Fred. back again in the next four years. He'll get an opportunity uh, to do one of these Brad Sham games. Who says the pennant? Who says the pennant? Yeah. Who says it that's has to... Who says it has to rhyme? Could be Ted Talk. Oh, yeah. Hey, all, right, all in all, right, brilliant next? job yeah. by Ted Embrick. Uh, and a salute to to Brad Sham. It's pretty cool that his faith is so important to him that uh, that he would miss the game to show what's most important in his life. And just all around, well done, man. I'm proud of Ted. I know you guys are too. Pretty oh, yeah. spectacular work. If you want to hear Brad, the Cowboy Hour tonight will air at 7 on the fans. Oh, so wow. Some of that action. Oh. So that's proof that baseball season is now over. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have our uh, final show of the year with JD tomorrow as we talk about the Rangers' future as well as that incredible stuff they did out at Globe Life. We'll get into all that tomorrow. But coming up next, there's more NFL action we need to get to. Ben will take us through all of it next right here on The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.